happy day, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. If you're tuning in for the first time or for the first time in a while, the focus of my podcast is information that I share on my website blog. So how do you find my blog? From your favorite web browser, navigate to my website, www.copperrangellc.com and click blog. You'll see it along the top of the landing page for my website. If you're accessing my site on a mobile device, click the three-line menu icon, which is usually in the upper right. My blog posts have the great photos behind the stories, so definitely you want to make a stop to my webpage so you can check those out. It's free to browse, it's free to read, it's free to listen. Also on my website, copperrangellc.com, you can view all my images, learn about me, and keep up with my art show schedule. There will be some shows coming up in 2021. At least we have some on the calendar. At my art shows, you'll find my work for purchase. It's a great way to shop my photography in person and meet me. You can also shop safely and really easily online. You can just click the buy icon on any photo in my portfolio and you'll be on your way to an easy and really safe shopping experience and you can join the ranks of my collectors. Drop me an email anytime if you have any questions about any of my photos for sale or if you need something custom. Today's podcast is titled, Our Responsibility to Work Toward a Better Normal, Taming the Monster in Our Closet. The pandemic of 2020 irrevocably changed our country and the world. It's revealed ways that we have to change. The pandemic response really laid bare the truth that we live in an unsustainable world. If nature was allowed to take its course during the pandemic, for example, if we didn't have the shutdowns, the closures, masks wearing, and social distancing, individuals, families, and healthcare systems would have been completely overwhelmed, unable to respond, and hundreds of thousands of more would likely have died. That's because we live in an unsustainable world. So the pandemic really showcased that we live in an unsustainable world. But you know, what it also showcased was the power of human resilience, innovation, the ability to adapt, and adjust our course, and that we are extraordinary problem solvers. The pandemic showed us we live in an unsustainable world and we can work toward a better normal. That's the theme for today, working toward a better normal with the power of human resilience, innovation, ability to adapt and adjust our course and apply our extraordinary problem-solving skills. So we badly need a better normal in our consumption habits. So how many of us know when we need to go on a diet or kick up our exercise routine? You know, once our clothes no longer fit or our medical tests reveal new health risks or we just start to see and feel changes that aren't working for us, we know a change is needed. It doesn't take much. It may just be a couple pounds. Your clothes don't fit right. You recognize it right away. However, 
Unlike weight gain, not everything that needs changing is easily seen. One of these things is our consumption habits. Specifically, how much clothing we purchase is one of these things that many of us don't realize needs some changing. We're badly in need of a better normal concerning our clothing consumption. Many of us have no idea how unsustainable our clothing consumption habits are. This topic is right in line with one of my blog themes, environmental stewardship and land conservation. So let's get into some details. I'm not going to overwhelm you with details, but we need to get into the details. So did you know the consumption of clothing and footwear creates one of the biggest injuries to the planet because most clothing is thrown away and ends up in landfills. The people who measure waste, this would include the United States Environmental Protection Agency among some state agencies, there's a big category of waste called textiles. And within textiles is another category of clothing and footwear. There's also categories of sheets and towels and things like that. But clothing and footwear is the way they categorize the type of clothing we wear every day. And footwear is put into that same category. So as I said, so the consumption of clothing and footwear creates one of the biggest injuries to the planet because most of it is thrown away. So recent numbers show that in the United States, 70% of clothing and footwear was thrown away in landfills, 70%. That percentage is probably actually understated because it doesn't reflect clothes and fabric thrown away by the fashion industry before it gets to us consumers. The volume of clothing thrown away in the United States each year has doubled in the last 20 years from 7 million to 14 million tons. So 14 million tons in the most recent data that we have. This is the amount of clothing thrown away in the United States. We're just talking about the United States here. So that's a lot of clothing. The fast fashion model, and I have this in quotes, and when you go on my website, there's a link to what is considered fast fashion. So you want to learn more about that. The fast fashion model of some retailers is pushing out cheaper clothing of lower quality at very high rates, which contributes to the practice of buying and throwing away more clothing, continually adding burden to landfills and landfill space. The textile and clothing manufacturing process itself also contributes to environmental degradation due to the amount of water needed in textile manufacturing. Pesticides used to grow fabric materials, and cotton is one of them, for example. They use pesticides to grow cotton. And other chemicals that are used to produce nylon and polyester, this is nitrous oxide, for example. Okay, so there's some data for you. So what can you do? What can each one of us do for this better normal in terms of our clothing consumption habits? One, I'm going to go through three things here for you. First, reduce your clothing consumption. Very plain and simple. Go on a clothes diet. And like any good diet, stick with it forever. Buy less, only buy when you really need it. And when you buy, look for retailers that sell recycled or previously worn clothing. Like for example, Patagonia's 
worn wear program or thread up. I'm going to talk a little bit more about these kinds of programs next, but please visit my website because you can click on the links to these things and get all kinds of terrific information about these great programs. Just to highlight, for example, Patagonia's worn wear program, they actually are reselling Patagonia brand products that they have purchased that are used and previously worn. They purchase from folks like us and then they resell them. And when you, um, when they do that, you get a credit for the product that you gave back basically. But then we can also buy worn clothing at a lower price. And of course they make it ready for resale, but these are terrific programs and there is more than Patagonia, there's a number of retailers that are now getting onto this. So anyway, in terms of the first thing you can do, you can reduce your clothing consumption. And if, and the second thing is, if you're going to buy, let's buy reused clothing or sell or donate your used clothing. So again, shop previously owned clothing. There are more options than ever to buy previously owned clothing and to also donate or sell the clothing that you no longer want or need. If you just spend a few minutes on the internet to research your options, it could be a huge payoff for you and the environment. You can shop at your local Goodwill or consignment shop, and sometimes Goodwill has a much greater selection of things than you may have experienced in the past. ThreadUp, and this is T-H-R-E-D-U-P, one word, is another online consignment and thrift shop with a huge selection of previously owned clothing. They have Gap to Gucci, including Lululemon, Anthropologie, Madewell, and more. And there's also the earlier mentioned Patagonia's Worn Wear program. Eileen Fisher also has a clothes buyback and resale program. Arcteryx, which is a Canadian manufacturer, I own some of their products, has a buyback and resale program, and others, including REI, are getting on board with this approach. Buying and selling used clothing versus new can make a really big difference. We do it with cars, and now many ethically-minded retailers are finding ways to do it with clothes. Please check these resources out that I have on this blog. So the third thing you can do is very simply think out of the box. Recycle or repurpose the clothes you can't sell or donate. You know, there may be some things you just, nobody's going to buy back, and they really aren't you know, made for donating either because they've been well-worn by you or something happened. There's a stain, can't get it out. So get creative. If you can't sell or donate your clothes, recycle your clothes into something else instead of throwing them away. Old shirts, denim, and other clothing fabrics can be turned into functional or beautiful pieces. If you have an old shirt you love but no longer wear, think about making it into a pillow cover, reupholstering a chair, making cloth placemats and napkins, and these can be no-so-easy projects. Or making a custom fabric wall hanging. Are you a crafter or do you know a crafter that uses a lot of plastic-based ribbon in their crafts? Try a craft project using worn clothing or fabric scraps. Have a well-pair, well-worn, you have a pair of well-worn jeans that are falling apart. You can turn them into a braided basket. There's a link on my website that shows you how to do that. There are... There are other great online tutorials showing creative ways 
to give your clothing new life. Last to no way least, don't underestimate the value of turning your well-worn clothes into rags. Anything can be a rag and you'll always need them. Rags can replace paper towels, which saves trees and is a great win for the environment. You know, a lot of us may only buy clothes when we really need to. That is a habit to keep. That's a great habit. It's a habit to keep. But many others of us buy on a whim, an impulse, out of boredom, the need for a pick-me-up, because the sale was just too good to pass up, or because it's just so cute. Those habits have caught up with us and have created massive stress on the environment because most clothes end up in landfills. Natural resources are expended and polluted in the process of bringing us those four for $10 t-shirts that never get worn or worn once and then get trashed. In the United States, we're free to shop where we want and how much we want based on our own personal decisions. That freedom also comes with responsibility and opportunity to shop sustainably with an outlook on the well-being of our shared environment and its future. So to recap, the three things that we can do for a better normal in terms of our consumption habits are to reduce our clothing consumption, go on a clothes diet, two, buy reused clothing or sell or donate your used clothing, and three, think out of the box, recycle or repurpose the clothes you can't sell or donate. Thank you for listening today. Be sure to visit my website, www.copperrangellc.com, where you'll find links to the issues and resources highlighted in today's podcast. You can view my wildlife and nature images for free. Send me an email, keep up with my show schedule, and become a collector. Have a great day.